the world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, Zephyr and Jackson have a drink, while Mordecai goes it alone. Thank you to our backers Connor, Nate, and Kim for their support. It's been a while since we've mentioned it, but if this is your first episode or you know someone who wants to hop on in, we have a fantastic recap episode, which encompasses the 50 episodes of Season 1 down to a breezy 40-ish minutes. It's a great way to catch up and a great way to introduce folks to what we're doing here. And with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. I have a conspiracy theory that uh, Spectrum, formerly known as Time Warner Cable, throttles my internet speeds uh, until I go to speedtest.net, in which case they go, oh shit, he's going to check his speed, and then lifts the throttle. Uh, like, they, they have a flag on my IP to check for that uh, website to pop up, and they lift it for, and, and let it go for a little while before they throw, put the throttle back down. I believe it. If I thought that Frontier had the forethought to be able to do that, then I would absolutely be checking that kind of thing because I can never... One, I know my internet is like super slow to begin with and I went with Frontier because I just wanted to not be with Time Warner because it wasn't Spectrum when I got back. It was still Time Warner and fuck Time Warner. Yeah. That being said, like uh, now Time Warner is Spectrum. Yeah. And I'm sure (laughs) and I'm sure nothing has. Yeah, exactly. Nothing has changed. I am aware of this, uh, but I do need to. They're they're still uh, blue. The color of their logo is still blue. Yeah, I look, I, I know the game they're playing, and that's fine, because at this point, I just need to be able to have reliable internet to do shit like this, because I would like to start, like, streaming yeah. D&D yeah. or something at some point. I want to have that flexibility to be able to, like, grab a bunch of randos yeah. and, and play some, some dind online. Yeah. And I can't do that. Oh, hey. that option. Exactly. So, talking about streams and stuff, uh, Griff and I recorded... Yeah, you know, a pet shop yesterday. And we, it led to a very interesting point. We do this segment called Clash of the Creatures where like, um, you know, like if we get like a, 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 you know, a message from someone being like, Hey, what would be the best creature for this or whatever? Sometimes we'll, we'll pick, uh, well, me and Griff will both pick one 
and it will make our cases for we'll make our first we'll make our case for which we think is the best one and then we put our wacky weekly would you rather out could you say that um, three times but this week wacky weekly weekly would, okay. nope, i can't even say <laughs> nope, it once nope. so, can't do it once um but uh this week we uh just decided to do um just just <laughs> which one would beat the fuck out of the other one um and, but and um, unlike usual we would let each other know which one we picked uh we d- didn't we, we just, didn't. we, yeah, our, our, to make sure we didn't pick the same one was what page number are you on? Okay, we're not on the same page number, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, and like after we read through it, like we're like, ooh, this is real good. And we so like, should we just we, do it? Yeah. We realize that there's a break where Zach's gear is going to be in Ohio, but the boy is going to be in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So we need to like make like a stopgap episode. Sure. We may just have a stopgap where we just, we just stream slash record us playing those monsters and just fighting. <laughs> I yeah, love it. Just seeing who would kick each other's ass and Dude, it, like an actual down and dirty grudge match street fight clash of the well, creatures. Well, we picked like the like the coolest combo where like mine would be broken against literally anything else. Um and so his has one thing to counteract my my thing's one thing and uh it's pretty baller. So stream things are fun. We can talk about uh, the uh, women's national team winning the World Cup and the entire yes, crowd breaking out into chants of equal pay, equal pay, <laughs> equal pay. because that's oh. that's where we are right now. And, and like the, the world of professional soccer, like the women are amazing and uh, the men can be kind of awful. Well, the women, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, yeah. you're the soccer expert here, but amongst the four of us, but the women, women's team won two World Cups yep. in a row, and the men's team failed Yeah, the to men's team, the last, yeah, the, <laughs> the women's team has now won four World Cups, four women's World Cups, out of, I think there's only been, like, 12? Like, like eight, the, yeah, something there, like this that. has not been many, and they've won a lot of them, and then they won two mm. in a row, and it's they're doing things that haven't been done since the men uh the men's game before world war ii like that's what that's the kind of history we're talking about like they're setting records that it's not just records for women's soccer they're records for soccer it's 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 crazy that's yeah but yeah last time the men did not qualify for the last world cup they better qualify for the next one although they did have a pretty good run at the last tournament they were at and then they lost to mexico but they made it to the final so that's something but what a fucking game, like, not only because of the performance of the USA women's team, but also of the, uh, of the Danish goalie, who oh, was a fucking was brick wall. She was a brick wall. It was incredible. The best, the best part. So she ends up winning the Golden Glove, the best keeper in the tournament, thoroughly deserved it. The best part before the World Cup started, and I didn't know about this until after the game, before the World Cup started, she got cut from her team. She's a free agent right now. <laughs> She's a free agent. She can go anywhere now um, and do whatever yeah. she wants. For real, though. Ooh. Jesus. Yikes. Amazing. That's so good. I'm the. If possible, can I do one more small thing? Yes, but let me go ahead and get back to Jackson real quick. Jackson, what are you and Amaria Dejani up to now? Um, we're just um, making our way to where Kyron pointed out, taking our time to get there. 
letting Amorea get the sense of what these people are and what they are now. Not really mingling, but trying to take things in without looking like tourists. Absolutely. So as you move out from where you were, um, you move back into the more open market areas. Even as the sun is starting to set, you are overwhelmed with just not only the amount of people, but the variety. You were expecting to see shifters and goliaths and maybe a changeling or two, and you're certainly seeing them, as well as elves, your new kin, are in no shortage here. But in addition to that, you're also seeing people that you wouldn't have maybe considered people back where you were from. Creatures like goblins, kobolds. You're taken aback when a man with a bull's head sticks his head out of one of the few permanent buildings out in the middle of the market, screaming that he has a uh, fresh sweetbread for anybody who is able to bring him some uh, some fresh pork the quickest. And a oh small God. man that looks like almost like a halfling version of a dragonborn rushes by you with a basket laden with pork belly, almost like knocks you aside as he busts inside of uh, this bakery that you're walking by. You're also seeing a really wide variety of animals too. Sure, you've got horses and um, some really big riding dogs and boars for folks of shorter stature. But you're also seeing animals you haven't seen before. Most notably, these large bat-like creatures that don't have wings but have long spindly arms. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. 13. I'm interested. I'm interested. Okay. Um, let me take a look here at something. What are they? I want to know. Uh, as you're looking at this, for lack of a better term, stable of terrifying horse-sized bats, you see Chiron inside that stable having a very stern conversation with an elf, probably about twice his size. I'll, I will uh, just kind of hang back and not okay. get myself in Chiron's business unless it looks like... I could actually mm -hmm. do something for him. You see, the conversation doesn't last much longer. He points his finger up at this elf several times, waggling it, and then in a huff, reaches into his vest and pulls out a piece of paper and hands it to the elf. Um, he unfurls it, and you can tell even at this distance, this isn't just paper. This is vellum. This is this is skin. Whatever this was, this is important. And he looks it over. He rolls his eyes, sighs, and uh, nods to Chiron, and Chiron takes off. Um, do you try to approach him? Chiron? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, we're not trying to mm -hmm. hide. Uh, sure. As uh, he walks out, you kind of oh. give him a little wave, and he waves back and jovially walks on over to you. Huh, there you are. How you doing? Good. Taking in the sights and the smells. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, especially out towards the uh, the hard crafters. That's uh, that's some sour shit out there. Sometimes, literally. There's a lot of a uh, lot of things, a lot of things, and creatures and people here that uh, don't exist on the other side. No, no, I imagine not. Uh, my kin's been here for a little while, so I've only heard stories of, well, folk like you that have come on over here, but, uh... I, I point at the, the bat thing, and I say, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Mm-hmm. And can I ride one? The answer to your first question is, it is a Chiropstrider. Chiropstrider. Bless you. 
A Kyrup Strider. The answer to your second question is yes. In fact, we're going to have to. I'll be keeping on Ignatius, but uh, good old Iggy is uh, it's quite good at navigating the thicker forests. But if y'all want to keep up with Ig, then uh, you're going to need those. They're uh, notably good for getting through those tight spots there without much trouble. Great. Awesome. Yeah. So, Wonderful. We'll be back tomorrow and y'all can uh, can snag your mounts and we'll take off from there. Sounds good to me. Let's go find, uh, where are we going? The ill-kept keep, the and it's just over keep. here. All right. Is that, mm-hmm. I, I, I look, is, is this a building or a tent? <laughs> um, it's a collection of tents. Come on, All right. follow me. All right. And we follow him to the harem tent. <laughs> to sit in solemn silence in an ill-kept keep. <laughs> that is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, all right. Um, I, I was mad at first, but I'm here for it. That's pretty good. So you follow Chiron over to uh, your destination, and it is a series of tents that is uh, kind of cordoned off by a single large one with a roped fence going around it almost. Um, the initial tent that you walk into is, uh, sturdy and lavish. It is a few stones away itself from being a permanent installation. There is a, uh, uh, pretty much a walkthrough area, like a hotel lobby. And you can see as the tent flaps in the breeze that there are multiple tents stationed outside beyond where you are. Chiron has a quick discussion with the gnome sitting on top of the desk as, uh, you walk in. And uh, he grabs uh, several flags, one of which he hands to you. Uh, these mark that we're supposed to be here. Okay. Uh, it's all the w- w- we stay in the tent that this that's this color, and he points to the to the uh, flap itself. Okay, that makes sense. So it's like our our nice. key marker. Exactly. It uh, helps us find the place, shows that we're supposed to be here. They send guards through every so often just to make sure they don't have somebody uh, uh, taking unpaid lodgings in the tents. That would not be great for business, I would imagine. Not terribly. So where are we? Second floor, third floor, uh, left hand blue. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay, you got there. I'm proud of you. Left hand, left blue. Oh, there's a lot of tents back here. <laughs> <laughs> Amareya Dejani leans over. Other left friend. You know, I wondered if blue just meant something different over here. <laughs> and he just kind of tilts his head and walks off in the proper direction. It's a real uh, question. We have different uh, gods. We all look different. I follow. Uh, and uh, Zephyr and Mordecai, the two of you... Uh, initially mm-hmm. utterly lost as to where you were supposed to be going, because Kyron is not a details kind of dude, are able to quickly hone in on Jackson's voice. Um, mm-hmm. The two of you meet up with uh, Master B as uh, he arrives as well, and uh, Kyron hands you your flags. I do have one small thing I wanted to do. Sure. Still oh, yes, absolutely. Go for okay. it. And I want to sep- I'll, I'll be separating off from Zephyr. Okay. This. I'll meet you and everyone else at the, the keep. Um, Beautiful. I wanted to check on something. Mm-hmm. Cool. I will see you there. Yeah. Kind of seeing where, where Jackson, the general direction he wandered off to when we went shopping, I want to head in that direction, and I imagine I would stumble upon the same shrines Absolutely. to the yep. of the forest. They are not hidden. Uh, the Hardcrafters District is one long, relatively permanent road, 
and the temple is there. And you can see a handful of cleric doing uh, a little bit of base magics around the edge of the shrine itself. Um, I don't want to get too close. Sure. But I I find the one to Mavo. Okay. And I kind of press... I kind of have my hand in my pocket where I have the Mavo amulet I sniped. Uh, from my bundle. Just just thumbing it. Sure. As I, I'm, I'm watching the clerics. Okay. Are they shifters? Are they... Uh, are, is there any shifters among them? There's three of them. Uh, there are three clerics. One of them is a shifter. Uh, the mm-hmm. other one uh, appears to be human. There is another one that seems to be of a shorter race, but of a green complexion that you're okay. not super familiar with what that might be maybe a a goblinoid ancestry hard to tell i'm just kind of watching i'm getting a sense of what they're wearing um their garb i'm trying to kind of absorb any sort of mavo iconography not Um, specifically from these folk um you are seeing very plain gray and brown robes maybe a a hint of green here and there they are servants of the whole pantheon best as you can tell i'm just kind of it's it's just a weird moment of wanting to know more for strange macabre reasons and Mordecai kind of gets cold feet and dips off you wander off and um you of course smell that same incredibly sour smell that you uh, were able to catch a whiff of when you first got here as you walk back away into the uh the plains area of the market it does fade relatively quickly as you put a couple of shops and stalls in between you. Cool. Yeah, I'll go rejoin the rest. Okay. You uh, get back to the uh, to the ill kept keep. Uh, it takes you a little bit, little while. Uh, Jackson isn't shouting about directions anymore. <laughs> um, I track him down eventually. Oh yeah, sure. absolutely. You 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 got a pretty good idea of where it is. And once uh, uh, what you actually find before the actual main entrance of the tent is the actual border, and you're able to uh, trace it around. As you're following it around, you're actually able to pick up uh, something kind of neat. Um, is that uh, at, at one time it this appears to have been some kind of structure? You're able to see a couple of pieces of stone that look to be carved, uh, a couple of um, cairns, for lack of a better term, at this point, uh, stones that were at one point maybe a part of a larger wall that, over time, with uh, wear and tear of nature and humanity, um, have been worn down and uh, incorporated into the tents themselves. I'm going to find a piece of stone real quick. Uh-huh. That's maybe, like, not in direct view of the main path. Sure. I'm going to take out the stamp. Okay. I'm going to stamp a rock. Absolutely. You stamp a rock. Whisper, and I'm going to whisper under my breath, the wanderer was here. <laughs> All right. That knot of snakes, which suddenly, out of the corner of your eye, looks suspiciously like a knot of roads. Yes! That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> You slip it back into your pack and you make your way uh, the long way around into the, the main tent and you explain your situation and somebody goes and gets Kyra and Kyra comes and gets you and it's a whole thing. Um, but uh, you are able to all reconvene at a uh, brightly colored blue tent. It has uh, one massive uh, wall of it is made up of uh, one of these stone walls that seems to have been here from a time long forgotten, and the rest of you um, are able to convene inside.
Uh, Chiron explains that uh, there is uh, a central tent that has um, food and drink for the thirsty, hungry, and weary. Uh, should you want it, um, it is included with your tent ticket here. Um, and uh, you continental breakfast exactly. Uh, but you have the evening to yourselves. Um, more, more, Mordecai, Mordecai, you're here. Great. I have. I hey, sorry. You, no, this is so important. Mm. I found, well, I didn't find, I kind of found Chiron, and he was already doing something, but I found the bats that run. I leave. (laughs) (laughs) I leave a Mordecai ship, dust (laughs) No, I come back. Um, They're bats that run, but they don't have wings, but they're, uh, that doesn't make any goddamn sense at all, does it? That doesn't make it. And no, no, but I'm they look, but they I'm look here for awesome, it. and they're what we're gonna ride, is what Kyron said, right, Kyron? Hell yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, that'll be no more horses and carts for us. <gasps> um, hey, 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 DM. If I if once once Mordecai gets a, a gander at these beautiful creatures. Would I be able to wild shape into one? Eventually. Okay. You, you did this, Greenlee. Okay. I did this. Nope, this is this is my own fault. You got a druid in the party, homie. <sighs> it is <laughs> Chase, I think what I'm gonna do is with the knight, um I wanted to see if like anyone's you know, there's like a minstrel or a bard like playing music anywhere. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, like, as if you're just gonna grab a drink, some food, and just sit and listen and, like, hear some, like, stories and songs about the wilds. Absolutely. Try to kind of pick up on some history. Mm-hmm. Um. Nice. Yeah. Jackson, what are you doing tonight? Kind of what I already did. Um, I want to see if night out here is any, if, if there's nightlife to the town or not. Mm-hmm. And just kind okay. of the same, kind of the same thing as earlier, just kind of walking around, taking in what the culture is, what a, what the day-to-day life is like. I do make a point of... <laughs> of <laughs> Reverse, reverse. Hey, uh, Gary, I know you uh, you take care of yourself and everything, but maybe uh, maybe get your hunting done now. That ain't saying. Don't wait for night. We don't know what's all out there. Battle, say sigh. Any place that smells this bad, let me tell you, something stinks. Something is rotten in the state of Sange. Yeah, I knew it was coming. All right. Gary, um, where does Gary ride, typically? I imagine he uh, kind of intertwines himself between, like, the breastplate, the top of the breastplate and the tabard, and kind of has formed a little nook for himself, like, kind of okay. in the hood by the back of my neck. Gotcha. Okay, so he's, like, kind of on the back there, hanging on. Yeah, so that he can chill out there, but also so he can, like, disappear into, if need be. Absolutely. Um, Gary loosens himself from you, and he uh, shakes himself out. He spreads his beautiful wings, slips out, uh, not through the main door, but through the side flap underneath the tent, and uh, he is gone. Master B, is it a state? I don't... Is it... Do they have states out here? What is a, a... I mean, there's cities, and then there's states, and then there's... Well, no, not no. not so much a state. It's more of a a collective, an agreement, a, com- a commonwealth. Okay. A lit- quite literally, a commonwealth. It is it's a, a commonwealth, it is, okay. It is a wealth for the common good. Okay. 
they're communal and everything and they are they communists no they're they're about as capitalist as you can get out here okay i didn't think so the market tells me that that's not what this is but i uh, commonwealth commun those two words are very close i was a little confused it's understandable it's the, the nomenclature is confusing nomenclature man what are you gonna do about the nomenclature try to learn it <laughs> Yes, actually, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. what we're going to do. We are going to try and figure this out. Correct answer, five points to Mr. Silver. Yes. <laughs> Those are the first points I've gotten. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's the first points I've been Mordecai's ever awarded. <laughs> There's a new currency in place now of Mord points. TM, TM, TM. TM, 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 TM. And Mordecai, what are you doing? I'm going to make a... In in, in the spirit of Master B... Um, down in the down in the forebearer chamber, I'm gonna make a curiosity roll. Okay, oh, go for it. No, it's a 19. Is that good or bad? I'm gonna go back to the Mavo shrine. All right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I think against my better judgment. Certainly. I'm gonna go back to the Mavo shrine. Absolutely against your better judgment. Why are you doing this at night? Because I because I lost the gumption in the part of the day in, in, during the daytime Good. and Mordecai like like we like we 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 talk about Jackson's low intelligence mine's only ten like mm. Mordecai's not the, and his low charisma he's not the sharpest tool in the shed necessarily nah he can like, he cannot read a room and barely read a book yeah Mordecai's pretty aloof all things considered this so, is a far more compelling narrative though yes please let's do this thing yes, yes I I. I I'm going to track that dice. Okay. All right, I'm going to go back to the Mavo Shrine. Okay. Um, we are going to start with, because we just did your thing, we're going to go ahead and start with the other two guys. Uh, because the t- uh, Zephyr and Jackson, uh, the two of you uh, wanting to take in the world around you itself, for the two of you, makes the most sense to go ahead and actually go to the uh, to the common tent in the center. Yeah, um, that's what I was, I was thinking. Sure. Uh, so the, the two of you go and they have a, a nice stew going on the pot. Uh, that they are happy to ladle out for you. Um, they have some wine available for drink as well. Not quite so much in the beer line. No ales or anything, but with the abundance of fruit in the area, there is more than enough wine to go around. Um, that sounds perfect, yes. They've got a peach wine and a straw, straw, straw blue wine and a... <laughs> what's an apple... Zephyr, what's an apple teeny? That is um, not wine. It is um, you need uh, some certain types of liquor for oh. that. <laughs> yes, liquor. I would love a pom- Do you have a pomegranate wine? I would love a pomegranate wine. The bartender is a female uh, shifter standing behind the bar, and she uh, gives you a wink and's like, "I think I might be able to get something for you." Uh, I will let you know that the special right now is an apple mead that is just, and she just kind of does a. Chef kiss, divine. <laughs> oh, that that sounds fantastic. I think this is. I, I turn to Jackson. I go. I think this will be as close to an apple teeny as you'll get tonight. Uh, great, you pick. You're the you're the man of refinement here. I just <laughs> I just drink, Madam Midas. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, she happily grabs some wine glasses and uh, goes to a barrel behind her, and it's a nice, big, healthy barrel, and she pours a couple of glasses of wine and sets them out before you. I love me a healthy barrel. I'll uh I, I put uh two gold down on the counter and I you know slide them across and I'm like for you. 
And I, I grab the drinks, and I turn around all smooth. Well, thank you very much. Just all smooth. Um, I, as Zephyr, as Zephyr walks back, I just kind of go. To, I take the drink and go to follow. But before I do, I turn back to the bar and go, "He's single," and walk follow Zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Zephyr? I just restarted watching that series. I didn't know it was on Hulu, but it's on Hulu. How, how, how's it hold up? Hooray, Hulu. I love, I mean, I was really digging it. All right. Um, there was a bit I hadn't thought of in a while, and it's that, the, I think it's maybe the second, no, the third, third episode where, um, you know, they, uh, Marshall and Lily had just gotten engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Ted and Barney go to Philadelphia. That's really like the Liberty Bell. Yeah, and Marshall wants to go, and so he's driving back and forth, because they're like, we're going, we're not going. Uh, uh, Lily's out with Robin, and it's like, Robin's getting hit on by all these guys, and I'm not. And he's like, it's because you, you, you have your ring on. If you took that off, you'd have guys all over you. Yeah, just go, go just for it. Just take off the ring. And she does, but then he gets iffy about it and runs up, and like some guy's like rubbing her butt because she like sat in like a grape or something. And he, and he's like, he's like, what up, man? And like he's like about to fight him a bunch, and then Lily's like, He's like, Marshall, he's gay. He's like, oh, my God, thank you. I've never been in a fight before. And, like, hugs the guy. <laughs> it's a good bit. I was like, it's a good bit. Yeah, Cassie and I were talking the other night about uh, if that show would hold up or not. Anyways, you both grab your Apple Meads and you sit down and you're um, taking in different aspects of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Zephyr, there is a bard here. It's a, a minstrel playing a, uh, a lute that is very, very beautifully carved. Lutes are kind of hard to come by back on the other side of the wall just because it, they're made of wood. And yeah. coming upon wood, let alone wood that can be used for something that broaches on frivolity. That's a rare thing. Uh, but this thing doesn't seem to be carved. It's almost grown. Ooh, that's interesting. The bard is singing a song that you're not familiar with. Even the words seem to be lost. It seems to be sung in an old tongue. Um, can I cast Comprehend Languages? Well, fine. Um, <laughs> you cast Comprehend? Yes. <laughs> Tell me the lyrics. Fucking no. Maybe later. I'm not but a dead. lyricist, so, you jag. You you wrote a whole, <laughs> like, a whole sonnet. It was good. Yeah, but that was across multiple days at work when I should have been selling a home equity lines of credit. You're not a freestyler. Exactly. Thank you. But yeah, no, I, I'm going to cast it just so I can okay. kind of get the gist. Um, yeah, you are able to understand it. Uh, you are getting that it is, uh, it's a love song. No. It's, it's a love song. It's a, it, it, it's a, a song about uh, how uh, two young sweeties are growing up together and they're going to get married and the song is uh, on their wedding day. I give, I give a wink to the bartender. Why not? While the, uh, while the songs are playing. Yep. Let's take a look here. First, did I hear right? This was a, she was a shifter woman. Yes, yeah, she was the first shifter woman we bump into, and you're going to snipe that from me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she was being flirty first. Fine, I'm just it's her job, Zafir. Not every she's just doing her job. Not every person she's Zafir. I would like you to roll me a whatever you want to roll for seduction. Oh, performance. Okay, uh, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, do it. Yep, do it. It's a tw- it's a twenty five. Yes, somewhere, somewhere. Bilga smiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, the two of you are making eyes at each other. Um, 
to the point that you don't notice the thing that Jackson does. Because while you are uh, listening to the song and reading one very specific part of the room, Jackson is actually making an attempt to read the room uh, writ large. You're picking up a lot of the same things that, uh, that you saw earlier. People are here to take a break from surviving and enjoying thriving for just a moment. Um, the chairs and really everything here, very comfortable, very warm. The night chill is really setting in here, outside at least, but inside this tent and even your tent back on the other side, everything is nice and warm and comfortable. Snow has not yet begun to fall, but the clouds in the sky did start to uh, gather in strength over um, the afternoon. Uh, as you uh, sit and watch, you know, the, the crowd gathering, the big thing that you notice is that a group of very ruggedly dressed individuals walk in. They don't seem to be the bandit type. There's more to them than that. They move with purpose around the bar. All four of them. A shifter, a goliath, a changeling in its natural state, not clearly not shifted into anything else, and even a goblin move around and talk to people. One of their number makes their way over to your table. Mordecai, night has fully set in at this point as you walk towards the Hardcrafters district. It's cold out now. The sun that was beating down on you and keeping the winter chill at bay is now gone, and you are left with nothing to guide your way except torchlights provided by the shops nearby. The moon is obscured tonight by heavy cloud cover. It's probably going to snow soon. Hard to say. You make your way back to the shrine. It is even less populated now than it was a few hours ago. Just a single priest is there, and they are dozing uh, at the uh, center pulpit. You go in and... Well, 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 hang on. Okay, I'm hanging on. Okay, I made another roll. I think Mordecai, he doesn't entirely get cold feet again, but he pauses within eyesight at a distance and just kind of like... His foot is tapping and just kind of, uh, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, <clears throat> um, here's what I'm going to do. Sure. I'm going to, uh, this is weird, but go with me. Um, I'm going to put on the Mavo amulet. Okay. I am then going to wild shape into just a normal wolf, not a dire wolf. Okay. And make it so that the amulet is still around my neck. Whoa. And I'm going to slowly, not threateningly in any fashion, but I'm going to start padding toward the priest who's sitting there. The priest appears to be um, uh, a halfling. And uh, as you pad on up, the priest who has been trying very hard to not fall asleep sits bolt upright and is scared for a moment until he sees the amulet around your neck. Hello there, boy. What you doing here? Um, Come, what you doing here, boy? I I kind of pad past him into the closer to like the like the actual physical shrine. Sure. And 
kind of look back at the priest, just kind of waiting for him, seeing how he responds to this. The two of you look at each other for a solid minute, just sizing each other up. This guy is older, and you can tell that this has never happened to him before. Okay. Uh, Eventually, he follows you over to the Shrine of Mob. He joins you sitting at the first row of pews. Mm. (sighs) Oh, God. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go to the the other end of the pew that he's sitting in, I'm going to climb up onto it, and I'm going to wild shape out back to Mordecai. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh. Oh. Hi. Hi. What? Why? Why? Why is a good one to start with? Yes. I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. But something, there's some part of me that feels the need to learn more about about the Lord of the Pack. So I feel like a wolf was appropriate. True enough. He does prefer that form frequently. And you can see the trunk is inlaid with pack animals and wolves mm-hmm. are among, are chief among them. But you are also seeing... Other ones, you see a couple of larger cats. You're seeing um, another type of dog that deaf, distinct from a wolf in a way that you're not terribly familiar with. And you're seeing uh, a couple of different types of monkeys as well. Okay. This is unfamiliar territory for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at risk of sounding, uh, of asking to a question with too simple of an answer. What does Mavo mean to my people? I I know that various peoples and their ancestries connect to different deities and spirits, and did we come from him, my people? That's a... Hmm. I know. It's not something you can answer in a sentence. You're new here. Yeah. The shifters have always had a closeness with Mavo. I'm not surprised that you're feeling a calling here. He is enigmatic in a way. He is a... He's the father of family. He watches over collections of people moving towards a common good. Friends. Armies. Cars. Tets. It's... It's everything moving towards a common goal, a team effort. That team is often born of blood, whether it is shed or shared. What is that goal? Do you know? I don't. There are those that say that the lords are moving towards a, a specific goal, something that they are building towards and wanting to do. There are others that are just want to think that they are just moving towards a collective good and end harmonious state where we can all live in a in consort with nature Mm. oh excuse me a moment i do have to and he goes and he waves his hands along the borders and uh, you're able to actually detect the smell that has been leaking in and getting worse as the night has worn on actually deadens a bit as he's doing this keeping up the wards sorry about that it is kind of awful back here in the past several months. It's alright. Um, 
if then I kind of start to play with the Mavo amulet around my neck. If Mavo is father of family and is trying to pull people toward a goal, he he needs he needs people to do that, right? He does, and he has them. Is that why Mavo took my brother from me? I lost a brother to the Forest Lords. And I am I just sorry think it's a little ironic that. that the father of family would take one from mine. At that, this halfling kind of puts his head in his hands and just kind of covers his mouth and he looks up at the shrine. It's hard to say. I'm not going to lie and pretend to give you a great answer about how all things serve the greater pack and about how even in the darkest times there is good to be found in the growth against adversity. I won't dishonor you, stranger, that way. Losing family is awful. I've lost folk as well, probably in similar skirmishes fell to, I imagine, those of your ilk. He nods. I can't sit here and pretend to tell you that I have all of the answers. Hmm. I have a very small view of the picture. But I can tell you that Mavo has a greater view of the picture. And a family rent apart once is a family that can be reformed beyond... It sounds trite, I know, but it is the truth that I believe that we are all destined to meet again. Uh, Mordecai doesn't, he doesn't ruck with that. Uh, he, he stands up kind of suddenly, kind of looks around awkwardly pacing and uh, just for a minute. And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I should never have uh, come here. Thank you for your time. Um, and I will, I'll shift back into Wolf and start leaving. You see this halfling's face fall. His posture echoes that, but he doesn't try to stop you. Okay. Uh, I get just a distance away, not far, probably just on the outskirts of the market. I shift back and just kind of find a tree or something to sit against and just kind of ponder. I rip the amulet off my neck and shove it back in my bag. Jackson and Zephyr. A shifter walks over to the table. He's big and burly and has a, 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 a large afro of hair, and he reaches out his hand to you. Greetings, stranger. How are you doing tonight? Good. Nice to meet you. I'm Jackson. I reach out and shake his hand. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Atticus. Excellent. And on a common name this way, are you, uh, you're new here then? Yep, heading down to heading down to Lee with friends here. Excellent. Welcome, welcome to the other side. I'm sorry you've come at such an inopportune time. Inopportune? The, I think oh. the the mead is wonderful. The song is. I don't understand it, but it it is a good song. I know what a bad song is now. Um, I, we, there was this whole thing where we went around with a, a, a troop, um, and there were some songs, and I know what a bad song is now. Excellent. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about the plague that is taking the northern part of town within the woods. I'm sure the, you could smell it from plague? here. Oh, when the, w- the smell. Yes. 
The black mm. smell. Yes, exactly. The black smell. It's bad. You should do something about it. Well, I'm planning on it, and frankly, I was wondering if you and maybe your hearty companions here would be willing to join us in that endeavor. What? What is the endeavor? Well, uh, we seek to destroy whatever it is at the heart of the smell and purify the Tanner's Bog itself in order to uh, make it so that that part of town is once again habitable. Are you talking about destroying buildings and people's livelihoods, or are you talking no, about no, cleaning no. up a muck? Cle- cleaning up the muck and whatever lies at the heart of it. My companions and I firmly believe that there is some sort of creature within it. Ah. Something that's uh, seeking to do ill will towards us and, uh, well, the rest of the town at large. That would not be great. When are you looking to, when are you looking to do this? Cause we're on a bit of a schedule. Tonight, if possible. One of my companions here is, uh, is a right whip crack with, uh, with some light spells and, uh, the other ones are sturdy folk in their own right. We would be, of course, more than willing to compensate anybody who was willing to help us out, but hereabouts we are having a, uh, a difficult time doing so. Well, let me, Zephyr, and I, Hit Zephyr a couple times. Zephyr, Z- Z- what? Zephyr. What? 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 I know you're doing something. Yeah, you're do. Yeah. Anyway, this is Atticus. <laughs> oh, um, I'll uh, I'll reach across Jackson with a with a hand out. Well met. Do a, do a, sh- a little shaky shake. Um, it's very good to meet you. Um, I'm I'm Zephyr. Um, you are. The name's Atticus. Uh, my companions and he points around the room. The changeling over there. That's Timon. The Goliath, the big fella, that's Platon, and uh, my diminutive friend who I can't seem to see right now is uh, Meliton. They are uh, looking for some help in getting rid of the smell. Oh, it is awful. I'm glad you agree. My goodness. It was like walking to the, into the, the, the town and just whoosh, oh, my face. Just right there. <laughs> it's true. The, the stank. You can't help it. The stank. The stank is very bad, yes. Um. So you need help with it? Should I grab, like, cleaning supplies? Or? Well, <laughs> if it's just cleaning, frankly, I think the four of us could handle it, but we've seen evidence that there is something growing within the heart of the muck. Oh, you think like a creature or something? Yes. That would that would make sense. Beautiful. Well, um, I, I'm sure my friend here, and I will, you know, gesture to Jackson, um, has... um. Probably informed you we are on a bit of a schedule. Are you looking to do this, like... Tonight, if possible. If you and your companions are willing to journey with us and uh, uh, make quick work of this thing, we would be uh, more than happy to do what we can to aid you going forward. Beautiful. Well, um, I would could be ready within the hour um, if we can find our our other friend who seemed to have taken off. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, well... You want to get Mordecai? I'll go get the others if you want to get Mordecai, and then we'll meet back here in 20. That would be perfect. Yes, um, I, I'll look up to Rogar and be like, um, Rogar, will you go and uh, track down Mordecai, whatever he is? Rogar blows a raspberry, and then um, <laughs> rolls off of your head 
somehow manages to roll that roll into landing on his feet and scurries out from underneath the tent flap with a supernatural quickness. About 10 minutes later, Mordecai, as you are brooding beneath a tree, Rogar comes running up to you and starts tugging at your pant leg. Oh, hey, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, no, he, he sort of skips up your knee and then, like, shoulder and head and, like, Tries to like ratatouille you. <laughs> okay, easy. Like grabs on. It's like let's let's go. Easy on the easy on the beard. Yes, he's, <laughs> he's grabbing your beard. Does fear need something? Is that what's up? <sighs> okay. <sighs> I get up. I very gently pluck him from my beard. <laughs> let go of him in the air because he can fly. <laughs> so, let's go. Yep. Um. Cool. Yeah, I panic for half a second as he doesn't catch his wings right away. Right. And, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I dropped the baby. What have, <laughs> what have I done? Mud baby, no. Mud baby, no. Oh, Mud baby, that. yes. Mud baby. Yeah, as the fear <laughs> sends Rogar away, I down the rest of the mead and uh, turn to uh, walk to find Amareya and Master B. And... Uh, as I go, I turn my back to Zephyr and make eye contact with the bartender. Just big old grin, double thumbs up. Eh? <laughs> yeah? And I'll go find them. Very fantastic. Um, she looks, sighs, and does a single <laughs> thumbs up hard on the bar. Nice. <laughs> you go over to your other two companions who are trying to make them dis- themselves discreet as possible. Hey, there's a group of concerned individuals that are trying to get rid of the smell, and they think there's a creature behind it in the muck from the, the from all the leather working and everything. They think mm. there's something afoot. I don't think we're talking about blowing up buildings and destroying livelihoods, but they think something's mutated out of that. Mm. So we're going to help. Do you guys want to come with, or do you want to hold down the tent? I... I think I will be better served here. While I appreciate your bodyguarding skills, I I think I have a tendency to get in the way when you are involved. Well, that is my job, but... I I know. I know it is, and I appreciate it. (laughs) But if you want to face this thing at your full effectiveness, then I best stay behind, and I best keep our charming friend here with me as well. Okay. That works. Master B nods. Someone has to uh, take care of things if things go south for y'all. I don't think we're going south. I think it's uh, north, but either way, actually, I don't know. The pair of them look at each other and just pause and then continue with the conversation. (laughs) Well, we're supposed to be quick about this. We're just going there, taking care of it, coming right back, and it's not too far. So we'll, uh, we should be back by dawn, I'd imagine. If we're not, then, uh... Well, um, <laughs> that would really suck. If things if things don't get great, I'll send Gary back. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. See you in the morning. See ya. I walk back to Zephyr. Yeah, I'm waiting, just wait, hanging out, waiting for mm-hmm. Mordecai. Before I leave, uh, Zephyr puts one of those business cards of his on the counter, but Johnson is crossed out and Shenandoah <laughs> is written above it. Oh, I love it. Very good. Very good. Absolutely, you do that. She takes a look at your card, flips it over, and she slides one back to you. Ooh. 
She also has business cards. Oh, I like a, a lady who's prepared. <laughs> it says on top, Aquila, barmaid, sommelier. <laughs> there we go. Hell yeah. And um, there is a swatch of uh, cloth adhered to the business card that seems to uh, correspond with a tent here in the uh, in the ill-kept keep. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Mordecai walks into the bar and says, like, okay, Saf, here's your mud baby back. Looks behind the bar. Oh, who's she? No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 like, put, like, my hand on your chest and just push hey, you whoa, back whoa, towards whoa, the whoa. table hey, I was whoa. at. <laughs> I'm like, Dibs, my friend, Dibs. <laughs> I've already done. I've already done the groundwork. Sorry. No. <laughs> hey, granted, she started it. So fear. Hey, I, I just roll where the wind takes me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're in. We're we're on the other side of the wall. There's going to be shifter ladies everywhere. This is literally the first one we've seen. Well, if we're talking about shifter ladies, the, you have a lot of sisters, Mordecai. You came in on the conversation late. I will forgive that. What are we talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Let's. What, what's up? What's the deal? Why did Rogar come pull me out of my very cool thing I was doing? That that smell? We're going to go kill the thing that makes We're it. We're going to kill the smell? I don't know. Our friend here, Atticus, can explain it a little bit better, I think. Oh. Atticus. Zafir. Atticus. I think I step a little close and just like... Size the not not threateningly, but just like sizing them. Okay, up. he's a shifter. Um, so. Make an insight game check. Recognize game. Okay. Is this your Magnus? Is he is he is he bigger than me? Moment. This is this is my is he bigger than me? Your Magnus bird size. Does he look like he's stronger than me? Uh, it's a fifteen insight. He is clearly a capable druid. With his afro, he is a little bit taller than you. Ooh, and he's a druid. I'm, but I, I, you know, I, I, you know, arms lightly cross, kind of just standing, looking him up and down, just kind of. It's not a, it's not a, a dig, but it's like a. All right. Hi. Hello. Mordecai. Atticus. Nice get up. Likewise. Zafir is doing like the look one way, look the other, look one way, look yeah. the other. Yeah, guys, yeah. Yes. And Jackson is watching you do it, and so you're watching the two of them, and Jackson's doing all three, and it's a really Just weird w- anime moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mordecai does, like, stand up a little straighter. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah, he sort of... <laughs> chest is out. Okay. Just like doing that posture. Yeah. Just a, maybe just like chest. <laughs> he matches your stance. He he also stands okay. up a little bit straighter and puffs out. Okay. I rolled a high perception and a low charisma, so he did notice and he does care. Seeing that, I'm playing along and like uh, like really <laughs> big push out my chest and like arms on like like hands on the hips. He plays along and puts his hands on the back of his head and, like, starts pushing out. <laughs> <laughs> he claps you on the back. Yep. Nice to meet you, Atticus. Likewise. I don't... Is this a shifter thing, Saphir? I don't know what's happening. I just look at Jackson and I'm like, yes. yes it's it a is. shifter thing. Okay. What are we killing? Don't know yet. It's so- awesome. something bad, something smells bad. Sounds good. Let's rock and roll. So it'll be the three of you then? Yeah. yeah. All right. I look up to to Rogue. I go, the four of us. Fine. The four of us. 
Well, five if you count and Gary pokes his head out. Oh, yes. There are five of us. And then I pull out the stone form of Benjamina, the six of us. <laughs> he laughs and shakes his head and raises his fingers in the air and snaps them three times. And they are uncommonly loud snaps. He's clearly using some kind of magic to make them echo. The changeling, the goliath, and the goblin all join back up. All right. I'm in. That sounds great. Let's do this. All right. Let's head out. Uh, any last minute prep for you, you all? Because we're good. We're ready to roll. I look. I, I like do like the you know the cell phone uh, wallet keys. Uh, <laughs> like the, pants the three taps. pocket yeah. pat. Yeah, the three pocket pat. And I'm like, no, I think I'm good to go. Side side. I button. pull out. Okay. I Let's pull out my weapon and preload it. I'm ready. I'm ready to paintball some motherfuckers. <laughs> God oh, yeah, damn I it, I that. did give you that. I thought you I said, the... like, meant you were gonna, like, Henry Cavill in the new Mission Impossible movie, like, cock your arms. <laughs> I was, Zach Rob, I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> I was literally just about to say I reload my biceps. So you're saying I beat you to the punch? Game. <laughs> uh, the whole crew you walk out and you are a formidable looking squad there are you are seven burn, strong burn, right now burn, burn out. you walk in this moonless night out into the uh to the edge of the woods to the hardcrafters district and the smell is just as bad now if not worse because during the day at least there are wizards walking everywhere casting uh, prestidigitation to make the air smell a little more palatable but this time of night there's nobody, and it just reeks. You make your way towards the largest building that you have seen out this way. From the signage on the building, you can tell that it is some kind of tannery. You make your way around the side, and you get your first real glimpse at Tanner's Bog. It is awful. Plant life is dying here, if not already dead. From what you can see by the light provided originally by the torches, and then soon enough by Melaton, the goblin, as he snaps his fingers and produces some light for you all to see by. Yeah, I've got to produce flame in my mm -hmm. hand. He yeah. casts dancing lights and they cover the area. Nice. Cool. Um, and you are able to see the black and rotting plant life just decaying where it stands. Where there once were trees, there are now half-gone logs. There are not even bugs. For all the life you have seen here and in your journey in, this is a dead zone. Except for a single burble of gas escaping the swamp. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com forward slash anotherpath. Special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffgold, and Zach. Get that guy, Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember to bring your waiters.